Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com. Go check out HashtagBasketball.com's fantasy basketball tools right now. They're free. They got a great schedule to plan your head-to-head weeks in advance, along with a trade analyzer and great projections from our good friend Mark Roberts over on HashtagBasketball.com. Those premium tools are available right now. I'm your host, Mike Katrin, and joining me as always is my co-host, Tyler Watts. What's up, Tyler? Do you ever think people really need to say right now? Doesn't now just do it? No, right now. Like now is like, okay, like sometime now. But right <laughs> now is like right now. People feel like stopped I, listening to the podcast and went to the site instead. I feel like now though just does that trick. Mm-hmm. Um so that's that's one of those like things that uh when when you write a lot of stuff like I do, you realize like you read so much stuff and you're like I just now realized that word does nothing for me. Yeah, the more and more you anyone writes really uh whether it's like personal emails, business emails, articles for fantasy basketball, whatever, regular basketball, you realize you use so many flower flowery words that just they don't need to be there. Yeah, right? And like we I don't know, man, just I so I've been trying to save time in my life. I've been trying to eliminate those crappy words. Everyone should take note. Tyler uh, is a professional. He writes quite a bit of content, both for hashtag basketball.com, where you should go right now, but also for uh, the Smoking Cuban following Luka Doncic's uh, hot career. He's having a, a heck of a first couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, man. He just dropped a 30 point game against the Spurs and. Um, yeah, so I am writing an article, and it'll be posted by the time this podcast is posted, probably, um, about how he's already the Mavs' best scorer, and the looking forward to that piece is kind of where he might rank by the end of the season as far as scores in the NBA, and yeah, I think it's going to be high, man. I mean, Donovan Mitchell wasn't scoring this many points this early in his career last year, so let's put it that way. Yeah, Doncic is incredibly versatile. He's already played against grown ass men uh, in the Euro League, and now he's what nineteen and playing against the best in the world. Uh, he's already looking like uh, everyone who passed him is a, is an idiot. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks who traded him are are stupid. The Chicago Bulls who for some reason won games against Orlando and other teams and let Nico win eight straight games are a bunch of morons for not tanking to get Doncic. Uh, I've even read that Gar Foreman went and scouted Doncic and thought he was not uh, w- would not make it in the NBA. So uh, lots of negative things to say about literally everybody other than Mark Cuban. Props to Mark Cuban. Uh, yeah, and Donnie Nelson, right? Um, Donnie Nelson is the, kind of their big international scouting guy, and he's also their GM. Um, he's uncovered quite a few uh, of the big – Name international players, including uh, all the way back to Arvidas Sabonis. Um, that's kind of like his first hit that kind of really put his name on the map. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, Sabonis. Uh, people need to go back and watch highlights of Sabonis. That guy, absolutely, positively incredible. And when he, came, he came over here when he was like 31. 
Yeah, and like so the the big story that Don Nelson tells about that is he thinks he would might have been the greatest international player ever if he wouldn't have had that knee surgery. It's a similar story to the Derrick Rose thing. Yeah, it's it's tragedy. Um, but that's enough about the Dallas Mavericks' excellent scouting. Uh, let's talk about the scouting we've been doing on the waiver wires uh, for this week. There's a lot of uh, hot pickups out there. A lot of people coming off the wire. Uh, we're going to be looking at both Yahoo and ESPN, uh, looking at who's been added uh, quite a bit, and, and maybe even a couple guys who've been dropped, and just kind of tell you what we think about the, those moves by a lot of people. And I'm going to start out with Yahoo's number one ad right now, up to date. This is this is today, and I'm actually no. You know what? I'm not surprised by this. Um, Number one ad has been the man himself, Frankie Nicotine, uh, Frank Nicolita. Close? No. Hmm. Nilakina. Sure. Uh, Frankie Nicotine has been added in a ton of leagues after having two very good starts. Uh, the, they finally started him at point guard over in uh, New York. And both of those starts were very, very promising, but that is an incredibly small sample size. Is is Frankie worth a, a flyer right now, or are you avoiding him? Well, let's, let's, let's go to one of my favorite things to do, which is look at per 36-minute stats. Okay. And the value in this is no player barring someone who plays for Tom Thibodeau and LeBron James and James Harden is going to play 36 minutes a game, right? So how what I like to do is look at these stats and think to myself, how valuable would this guy really be if he was getting the absolute most minutes he could possibly get? And then kind of adjust back to where I think he's going to play. So if you think he is going to play 30 minutes a game, it's a pretty simple, you know, multiplication thing. It would be, you know, five, six of the time. Um, So you can basically just plug it in and, and figure it out. So, Nilakina's per 36 minute stats, okay? 1.4 steals. That's nice. I'd buy that, right? Um, three rebounds, and they were it was 3.7 last year. So, okay, that's all right for a point guard if that's what you're where you're gonna play him, or even shooting guard. Like, okay, get three, three and a half rebounds, not bad. Uh 3.8 assists. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's gonna be higher. I think that's just like the sample size is weird. Well, okay, so. If you look at last year, it was 5.3. Yeah, okay, that's better. That's not bad. Uh, point, between point 0.3 and point 0.4 blocks somewhere, he's okay. going to fall. That's, nice. that's fine. And this year, he's averaging 11.5 points per 36, and last year it was only 9.8. Hmm. So you're getting some okay assists and some pretty good steals and not a lot else because the percentages aren't very good either. So are are you trying to tell me he's a broke ass Rajon Rondo? Oh dude. Well, he's probably going to get better steals than Rondo, but Rondo's going to sure. get way more assists. Um no, I think he's uh he's a fine ad and kind of a stream guy for me, not somebody I'd really want to hold unless I really needed the steals for whatever reason. But it's like he's helping you in two categories, which is fine, but is that really going to do anything to win your league? Like, probably not. It might win your week, but it's not going to win your league. Yeah, this feels like uh, 
everyone wants a young guy with a lot of uh, potential and on a on a big market team to to play well. And he had a couple good games there. Um, let's see, he, he sixteen. Uh, five rebounds, four assists, 17 points. He finally started scoring. And you, you notice how all of a sudden his stats didn't really change. He just happened to score in the double digits. And I feel like this is a case of, oh, someone finally saw a guy who's scoring 15-plus over two games, and we're going to go grab, pick him up. While, personally, I'd rather I'd rather own Rajon Rondo than Frank, uh, Frankie Nicotine for the rest of the rest of the season. Yeah. Come on, Mike. This is an easy name to say according to basketball reference. Okay. Let's just, just work with me here. Ni Li Ki Na. You got it. Uh, Nilakina. There you go. Not bad. Frankie Nilakina. Um, I'm, I, I guess I'm picking them up if I Dude, want to stream some people, but I'm, I'm this is not going to, I'm not keeping them on my team very long. Shout out to basketball reference. We should adopt one of these two nicknames. For his name on the podcast. Okay? okay. He's the franchise. That's terrible. Or he's the French prince. That's better. French prince. It's Frankie Smokes. That's his nickname. <laughs> I like the French prince. The French prince is, is not bad. It's a little hard to say, but uh, I like the French prince. That's not terrible. Uh, here, coming up. The What's next funny, guy... though, is he's from Belgium, not France. Well, that's really... <laughs> Well, I mean, that's a little complicated if you know anything uh, about Belgium, but that is very strange uh, for them to... Does he play for the French national team? I don't think so. He's born in Belgium. Mm, Okay, well, basketball (laughs) reference might have whiffed on that one. That is really, really strange. Uh, Speaking of guys uh, whose names I cannot pronounce, this next guy who's been picked up in a ton of leagues... uh, Bializia. It's pretty oh, you, close. You got this one. It rhymes with pizza. It's Bializia. Bializia. Yeah. Um, I don't. I'm not even going to try to say his first name. Namanya. Namanya Bializia. A guy who I think it was kind of promising uh, in Milwaukee and now Sacramento. We've talked about him. I think at least once before, uh, where he's playing well enough to own in standard leagues. Uh, he's only owned in 27% of Yahoo. No, excuse me, ESPN leagues. He's only owned in, in those types of leagues. Uh, he's owned more than Robert Covington somehow. God. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I'm telling you, those. The, the, <laughs> it's bu- there's a bug. There's a bug well, in the system there. So I found out, I believe now their standard game is points. I'm not 100% positive about that. But I found out that a lot, a higher percentage of their league are points leagues. and the, in their points league, I think they value points relatively highly. So maybe that explains the whole Robert Covington thing. Is he's obviously not a big scorer. He's just really good in some other categories. And so, because they're not playing categories or they're not playing, you know, roto or head to head, they're playing points. That could be the culprit of why yeah. Robert Covington is not so owned. That is really dumb. Also, on top of that, um, that makes sense why that fantasy cast thing exists. Because I'm like. Oh, fancy cast. That could be cool. And it turns out it in a roto league it's completely pointless. By the way, still don't know how many games I've played per position in my roto leagues cuz that option to figure that out literally does not exist. 
So I hope there's still a, I hope there's still a game total. I have no idea. ESPN, like this is not, it's just like unacceptable. It's not, it's uncalled for. Are you sure it's not in there? Feel free to, to let me know when you find it. Okay. Find I, just, it. I just can't imagine that they deleted that feature altogether. I can't either, but then again, ESPN has shit the bed all uh, off-season and season long, so there's that. Uh, but Bializia is being uh, – I think he's probably should be owned in all leagues, currently 20th per game, playing only 27 minutes per game. Kind of like a poor man's Nico Miritich. So here's the weirdness of Bielitsa for me. He's doing a lot of things that we've never really seen before. Uh, he's blocking a shot for 36 minutes when the most in his career he blocked is 0.7. Um, yeah, I mean, his, his highest well, per, per 36 minute total in points, 12.2. His now is 18.9. Um 1.3 steals was his highest per 36 minute total for his career in Minnesota. He's now 1.7, uh, 2.8 assists now 4.4, 7.4 rebounds is now 8.3. I think we're seeing that. Obviously, this is the first time someone's believed in him, right? He started every game. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, this is the first time he's get, been given the opportunity to play extended minutes. And when you start playing extended minutes, you you are able to bump all your stats just a little bit. So here's what I'll say. Here's the the kind of three places I'll take this. He's shooting uh, an unsustainably high field goal percentage and three point th- three point percentage. Right? He's not going to shoot fifty three percent from th- on threes. He's not going to shoot fifty seven percent on field goals. But he's shooting well below what he probably should shoot on free throws. He's probably closer to like a seventy five percent free throw shooter, and he shows shooting below seventy. Um. All told, that probably works out to him scoring like 12 points a game as opposed to 14. Yeah, uh, that's that's fine. But he's still going to get you some decent rebounds, uh, about a steal. Maybe not a full block, but at least you know he's going to block a shot every once in a while and hit yeah, a, like a couple of points. 0.7, like yeah. the, the assists are what, what he needs to keep to keep the standard league value, if you ask me. Because if he goes down to like even two assists, that's going to hurt his value a lot, given that everything else is going to drop quite a bit. And that kind of pushes him out of the standard league zone. For me, if it's if the assist number takes a, a big hit too, um, we're talking. But right now, I mean, ride it while it's hot. He's playing. I'm also worried that when Bogdan Bogdanovich comes back, that Bielitsa is the guy who kind of cops the most minute hit. Um, just because I think that Jaeger does some crazy stuff. Yeah, that that could be true. Uh, it's hard to trust him. Uh, I, I do think uh, it's it, for me. Let, let me ask you a question: um, Does he finish in the top one hundred nine cat at the end of the year? I'm gonna bet no. Okay, and this is what I was gonna say: is for me, it's a it's a ride it while it's good, and then. If you see a couple games where it's like 20 minutes or he's just not really producing much, um, I, I would get rid of it just because from covering the Kings last couple of years, I know Jaeger's rotations kind of get all over the place. Costa Kufus is back now. Would I be surprised? Would you be surprised to see Costa Kufus playing 25 minutes and oh Bielita playing 15? Like, oh my God. And, and we Kill can all. Down. 
we can all say that it shouldn't happen, right? But that doesn't mean that Dave yeah, Yeager won't do it. Mean that <laughs> Dave Yeager played freaking Zach Randolph how many games last year? And every game he played him, it was like twenty five to twenty seven minutes. Yeah, but every every game you get to see Zach Randolph play is a is a treat. Is a it's like dessert. It's the 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 black hole. That's what, that's what, his nickname should be the black hole because that's what he is on offense. Man, he gets the ball and he just refuses yeah. the pass. Melo's worse. Well, yeah, but at least Mello was at one point like a twenty-five point a game scorer. Whatever, I like. I, I respect Zach Randolph, uh, and I, I think his game is obviously boring. But my God, can he do it? Uh, let's talk about another guy whose name I'm going to. I think I got this one. I think I got this. Uh, this guy is being picked up in quite a few leagues. Uh, Pascal Siakam. How's that? Oh, that's not bad. That's not, right. that's not bad. You're getting there. There you go. I'm. I'm is this the Mike? Mike can't pronounce anyone's name. Episode is that? What well, it, it turns out, yeah. Everybody who's getting picked up <laughs> off the waiver wires uh, has has a name that my Midwestern upbringing never got to experience. Uh, Siakam has been uh, playing over the last three games pretty close to like over 30 minutes, and in those games has been able to get some good points and rebounds plus man woof, eight steals over the last three games a lot of that feels unsustainable but he is an interesting fantasy prospect well and we, we, it's worth saying that um og ananobi has been missing some time Kawhi leonard missed a couple games in there for his load management i like how they're calling it that like if you look at the official injury report which the nba releases uh, this year you can go on nba.com and find it that is um, nice that's a really really good it's uh let's see if i can get it it's uh it's 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 an incredibly cool uh spreadsheet that they have like they release it at like 1 p.m and 5 p.m or something like that and it's they just release like, it three times every day One thirty, yeah. but it never comes out around until around 2 eastern hmm. uh and then 5 30 eastern and then 8 30 eastern um and 8 30 eastern mostly focuses on games going on tomorrow um and so, but it usually doesn't come out till like a half hour before that on the, till they get the spreadsheet all curated and all that, um, or half hour after the time. So it's usually like two, six yeah. and nine. Uh, but it's really cool. And every time that they put Kawhi Leonard on there that he's out, it always says load management, not like rest or mm. anything, which I always find funny. That is a little strange. Um, so here's the thing I'll say about Siakam though. So he's been getting more minutes because those guys have been out, but sure. I mentioned him as a guy who to look at who's not playing that many minutes but could be pretty darn good um if he gets the minutes he looks like an interesting kind of maybe steel block three-pointer type guy now the three-pointers aren't great yet but if he can get you a steal and a block a game right talking like danny green territory uh that could be interesting he's also a good rebounder and can score a little bit um so he's kind of helping you in four or five categories there. And I don't know that the assists will be a complete zero. I mean, he averaged two assists a game in 20 minutes last year. So if he's playing 30, um, you got to figure that'd be like three assists a game, um, which would be real nice. And the percentages, the free throw percentage is a bit of a worry, but he doesn't take a ton of attempts and he's usually a good field goal percentage shooter. Yeah. Um, I think I'd rather take a flyer on Siakam instead of Frankie smokes. Uh, I feel like they kind of, almost fit similar molds in a way, except for uh, Frankie's going to get you this assist while Siakam's going to get you the rebounds. But I feel like I trust um, 
It's kind of weird. I've, actually, this is kind of a reverse of what we, you normally do. We normally look at minutes per game. Uh, Frankie, Nicotine's going to get more minutes per game, but Siakam's ability to be consistently decent if he if he gets minutes is more intriguing to me because I, I just don't think um, Frankie – I've tried to say his name. Can't do it. Frankie Nicotine. <laughs> Already forgot how to say his name. It only took about five minutes. Uh, I just Nilakina, uh, Nilakina, Nilakina. Uh, Frankie Nilakina. I just don't think he's a good basketball player. Uh, fair, fair. All right, on the we got to stay with the pattern, right? I can't pronounce any of these dudes' names. Uh, Okobo has been picked up. Eli Okobo, eh? All right, that might be that might be the first one you said right all night. Holy shit! Um, he played 31 minutes against the Oklahoma City Thunder two nights ago for the Phoenix Suns. Once again, another injury to, uh, giving an opportunity to a guy who normally uh, has been riding the bench. How do you feel about this guy's like ability to produce while Devin Booker is out? Well. Uh, the reason he got the minutes was uh, Isaiah Cannon got injured in that game and only played six minutes. And so they gave the minutes to a Kobo. So I, I guess you like the fact that he's the backup point guard already. And I mean, how long are they really going to stick with Isaiah Cannon? I mean, they're not good. So um, even in the game before that, he had 12 points. The worry here is he's got no blocks and no steals. Yep. Um, and I don't know that it's any guarantee that he's going to get you a lot of assists despite getting it one time. Um, he's only 21 years old. Before this season, he had played in a French league that was not super, super competitive. So he's making a, a big leap to the NBA, right? We're not talking like a Luka Doncic thing. We're talking a, a much bigger leap. And he's also shooting a very good percentage, which I don't know that that sticks. Um, especially we see a lot of rookies kind of get exposed. So I'm a little concerned about a Kobo, but at the same time, like if he's playing 30 minutes, it's a total upside flyer that I'd probably be willing to take. Yeah. It seems like someone who, if they're just, if they got no other choice, right. And they don't right now, uh, who's going to, they're going to run the, let him play point and run the offense through. And that's worth, at the very least, uh, having a taking a flyer and streaming him just a little bit. Uh, once again, more excited about him than just the fact that I I don't know anything about him. And maybe this is just wrong, but I feel like I'm going to get a little bit more out of him than Nilakina over the next week. Let's say week. Yeah, right. We don't know what Devin Booker's status is. They play on Wednesday night. Um, and he's questionable right now, so it doesn't seem like his hamstring injury is super bad. But at the same time, we've seen a lot of guys miss a month with a hamstring injury, and he's missed a couple days right now. I think it's less than a week. So, um, so you know, it could be two or three more weeks. It could be he could be back on on Wednesday or on Friday when they play. Um, it's it's kind of in the air right now. All right, let's talk about a couple other guys, uh, and feel free to shout out any of the guys you've been seeing. Picked up in your leagues, Tyler. Uh, I want to talk about someone who uh, actually did they just this guy's been dropped in a lot of leagues. Uh, that's a, a little bit surprising. Kyle Anderson 
that feels like a a big mistake. Yeah, and I mean, we talked about my my affinity for Kyle Anderson earlier in the year. Um, so the theory is they originally started the year with uh, Chandler Parsons starting, and Chandler Parsons has since gotten hurt. I know you're you're shocked, Mike. Um, mm. so Kyle Anderson's still only playing 22 minutes a game right now, and he's not really scoring at all, and he's not really blocking any shots, and he's not getting a ton of steals. He's also shooting a very terrible field goal percentage. Uh, what people don't know, or or maybe they do know and they're just not paying attention to, is he missed pretty much all of the preseason with a sore foot. I think it was a heel. Um, don't don't quote me on that part though. And so he's still kind of just rounding into form, right? These are kind of been his preseason games so far. Um, he's starting now that Parsons is out. He's playing a little bit more. I think he's going to continue to play a little bit more. I think he's going to find that rhythm um, on this team, and he's going to be pretty darn good for fantasy. So I wouldn't be dropping him, but I understand in those shallower leagues, it's hard to hold on to a guy like that. Yeah, if it, when a guy's not producing and you're in a 10-team league, it's just kind of like, well, you got to play the odds, right? Is anyone going to pick him up? Eh, probably not. So if no one's going to pick him up, there's no reason to have him on – on your bench sucking if there's somebody good out on the waiver wires. So like, even though we do like these types of guys uh, like Kyle Anderson, who are really good type of like, like Danny greens that are good fantasy producers, block steel type of guys, counting stats type of dudes. If they're not doing anything for you, then there's no, there's no reason to hang on to them. If just for the fact that maybe in like three weeks, they're going to be playing fairly well. You could probably just pick him back up off the waiver wire here in two weeks when he starts to pick it back up again. Yeah, that's all all fair stuff. Um, and I get it. Like some people just want to see a couple of good games. Um, I'm not super worried about Connors, and I'll say that. Like if I'm if he's on my roster now, I won't know that I drop him just because I think we've probably endured most of the bad stuff, and he should pick it up relatively quickly. Uh, the last guy I'm going to talk about uh, is is Rodney Hood. Uh, after the Kevin Love injury, a lot, quite a few people are picking up Rodney Hood, and I, I believe mostly because he's shooting the ball a lot and scoring at a, an incredibly good rate. Uh, I don't know. That's I don't think terribly sustainable, but Rodney Hood is now a, a primary focal point in the Cleveland Cavalier offense. Well, and we've seen Rodney Hood play this kind of minutes and score a, a good amount of points. Um, Rodney Hood's another guy, though, who doesn't do really anything else for you. He shoots a poor field goal percentage. His three his free throws are fine, but they're never on high volume. He barely rebounds. He barely assists. He doesn't steal, and he doesn't block. So I don't really know why you want Rodney Hood. I guess the upside is that he's going to score a little more, assuming that the whole reason Tyron Lue was fired in Cleveland and – while Larry Drew might be the coach or somebody else, uh, that I don't think that's quite been decided yet, is that they don't want J.R. Smith and Kyle Korver playing. They want some of these younger guys like Hood and Jordan Clarkson and Colin Sexton to get the minutes. So maybe if he's playing 30 minutes a game, he can maybe get you 15, 16 points, but that's about all he's going to give you. So I guess if you really, really need points, Maybe, but other than that, I don't really see picking up Rodney Hood. Yeah, not the worst thing to do if you need to stream in some points, get him in there. Uh, pro- I mean, probably if he's playing that well, ends up being in the top 100. So I guess that's rosterable. 
but only for that period of time. Yeah, and I mean, just he's not sexy, and I don't see any way that he like blows up either. So, to me, that's not the last guy I really want to hold. I mean, I'm I'm fine streaming him in for a game or two if I if I need the points for the week, but other than that, I'm just I'm not getting I'm not adding Rodney Hood for any length of time. That is super fair. Uh, that is all the guys I had. Tyler, did you have anybody else that you wanted that you really are desperate to talk about? Uh, no, I will say this about the whole waiver wire thing too. We're we're just given ideas, and we are looking, you know, below a certain percentage owned. Um, but that doesn't mean that people aren't going to make silly drops in your league. So one thing I like to do in leagues where there's a lot of adding and dropping is every day or every period like so in some of some of the leagues mike and i are in there's you know waivers one day a week or there's waivers two or three days a week um whenever the waivers run or if it's just free pickups i'll do it every day i like to look at who picked up who and who dropped who because sometimes especially in like this part of the season or in the middle of the season like some owners switch off a little bit and you can get a player that another guy dropped for absolutely nothing that really helps your team. Might be a top 75 player, might even be a top 50 player. Like people see a couple bad games from a guy and they freak out a little bit and they drop them and then you can get yourself a nice deal. Yeah. A lot of people out there dropping Chris Dunn cause he's injured. Uh, that's a great stash. Uh, Tyreek Evans has been dropped in a few leagues. Eric Gordon's being dropped in a few leagues. Like, uh, those guys are decent. Even Seti Osman's getting dropped in a few leagues, and this is ESPN. So, like, bear with me. These might just be bugs in the system, and no one. Osman is below fifty percent owned in uh, Yahoo leagues. He's forty eight percent. So, yeah, I think he should be owned. I think he should be owned in all leagues. So, uh, guys, pay attention. Uh, that's the whole point of this, and we'll be doing waiver wires, looking at who's hot, who's not, every single week. Uh, Tyler, where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me at Tyler P. Watts. And you can find me at Watch the Boxes. If you guys like the show, send us feedback, rate, review the show, and whatever you're listening to, or go check out our Patreon. Uh, the subscribers on uh, Patreon.com have been excellent, and they've also got exclusive uh, access to content throughout the season, which has been absolutely um, great to get the the, the interaction with all you listeners out there who care enough to help keep this uh, podcast running and a special shout out to Chris R uh, spelled like, I don't know. It's there's an H in there. I was going to say it's, I was going to say it's like Chris Middleton, but maybe it is like Chris Middleton. I should probably know. How Chris to spell Middleton's it. got the H in there. K H R I S Chris. Oh Middleton. It might be Chris R Middleton. Do you think that's who it is? <laughs> uh, it's anything's possible. He does know that we love him, so. Yeah, we've been shouting him out for years. So uh, respect to Chris, possibly Middleton, uh, who subscribed not too long ago. Shout out to you. And if you guys want to subscribe and join possibly Chris Middleton, that's patreon.com slash watching the boxes. And we will see you next time.